the thing about King is that um, he was able to see the continuity across all social movements. Oppression is oppression is oppression, right? He said that the civil rights and the anti-war movement was just one struggle. It's all one struggle. And there's this, um, this time when he sent a telegram in, 1990, in 1966, he sent a telegram to Cesar Chavez. And he said in that telegram, our separate struggles are really one. It's all about, the word wasn't there then, because Dr. Kimberly Crenshaw coined a word, intersectionality. But that's what he's talking about, is intersectionality. The fact that these all things are all deeply interconnected. And he, this, and he said that the revolution of values, and the civil rights movement was a, a revolution of values forcing America to face all of its interrelated flaws. And the, he was actually a democratic socialist, that he didn't speak about it much, but in there's conversations that he had when he's looking at democratic socialism. Um, he was anti-colonial, anti-imperialist thinker and a fighter. Um, siding with the poor and the working class people in all struggles, in all countries. He just had a very profound commitment to liberty for all. Anti-injustice in America and everywhere else. So his view was clear. He left no one out. He had a wide-angle lens. That Beyond Vietnam speech that you read last night, April 4th, 1967, exactly a year from the date he was murdered, where he spoke strongly against the U.S. role in the war, arguing that the U.S. was in Vietnam to occupy it as an American colony. He called the U.S. government, as you heard, the greatest purveyor of violence in the world today. That kind of communication cost him dearly. The allies, particularly the white allies and the black allies, the allies that he had started to fall by the wayside. They're like, dude, this is not about that. What are you doing? But he was his conviction of his morals, like he said, you know, you can't segregate his morals, which is what we do so often. President Johnson, who was an ally at some point, pulled away. Billy Graham was an ally of his. He pulled away. But union leaders pulled away. And publishers, he had publishers, really powerful publishers, also started to denigrate him. Life magazine, which was, you know, the big magazine at the time. He called that, that, that speech, the Beyond Vietnam speech, he, they called it demagogic slander that sounded like a script for a radio Hanoi. The Washington Post said, King had diminished his usefulness in his cause, his country, and his people by that speech. King responded that the press is being stacked against me, he said. He complaining of what he described as a double standard that applauded his nonviolence at home, 
but deplored it when applied toward little brown Vietnamese children. And then there was a famous speech on Christmas Eve, 1967, the last Christmas Eve of his life. We're going to hear an excerpt of it later, but this is that famous paragraph that really shows who King was the years before he died, like where he had evolved to, really clearly shows him as a cosmological thinker, connecting the cosmos, connecting ecology, connecting all of these issues in a very deep and profound way before anybody was connecting these things publicly. I mean, he was sounding like a combination of of a cosmologist and John Muir and, and, you know, everybody coming together and Cesar Chavez. I mean, he brought it all together. And this one paragraph is profoundly significant in the history of America. Christmas Eve, 1967, he said, we must develop a world perspective, a vision for the entire planet, Yes, as nations and individuals, we are interdependent. It really boils down to this, that all life is interrelated. We are all caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, tied into a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. We are made to live together because of the interrelated structure of reality. That sounds kind of common maybe now in our um, thought leadership. But this was 1967 from Dr. King. And he really put all of that together cosmological connections. <coughs> he actually, through this speech, anticipated much of the ecological consciousness and environmental concerns of the next 50 years and the links between ecology and social justice that are really vital to our present time and our future. 